0: Triple HFM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants, HK Post, Hornsby RSL, and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your No Holds Barred sports podcast. Here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. <laughs>
1: Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports and The Post. Anthony the Bull Caruso with you once again, and tonight it is time for another Splinters Highlights package, and what a package we have. We had the pleasure of calling one of the most exciting matches in New South Wales women's Premier Cricket in years, and we are honoured to bring you the highlights of that matchup. It was all for a good cause as well as the Manly Warringah Waratahs took on the Penrith Panthers from Manly Oval under amazing blue skies but there was a genuine tinge of pink as the Manly Oringa District Cricket Club ran a big fundraiser for the National Breast Council Foundation and we do encourage everyone to give generously to this cause. Coming into this match, we had the feeling that we were going to be in for a treat With the two teams entered the t- match level on 23 points and the top four beckoned for e- either team. The matchup early into the season was a comfortable seven-wicket win for Penrith at Howell Oval, but this was going to be an absolute classic. For Manly, there was just the one change, with Sarah Turner making her return to the lineup, replacing Mia Waddington, meaning that Manly would be coming in with their strongest possible lineup. For Penrith, there was no Phoebe Litchfield, and the one change had Denny Baker replaced by Callie Baker. Penrith won the toss and elected to bat, with Elise Noble and Sarah Arnold opening the batting, while Animal Hutt took the first over for Manly Warringah. Our commentators on the day were Matt Mears. Mick Rydish and Shane Evans.
2: The first ball of the match and it swung away into the onside straight to the fields when they're at mid-wicket for no run. So interesting start to this match. Well, just a, probably a little bit shorter than she was anticipating that
3: one going, the opening bowler, uh, Yeah, just a, probably a little bit shorter. Would have liked it up in that uh, channel of uncertainty, but... Um good fielding there at mid it stops it uh, going for any runs.
2: Both teams evenly matched on the ladder coming into this one, Hunt bowling to Arnold now, the captain for Penrith and short of a length, he's swung away down the ground, It'll pick up a single well fielded there, and their first runs of the day, and the Penrith faithful here have come a long way for this match applaud that first run of the day so here goes Hunt again, and oh, this one's a cracker of a and noble, this one has moved away off the seam there, beauty through to the keeper no run and it's no wicket for two. Well, that's um, that's where you want to be. Here goes hut again to Arnold and this one on a good length and a forward defensive prod by the captain of Penrith. One over gone here and this time a nice length ball. It's uh, the captain Turek, in fact, who has come on and that was uh, a nice ball there, a bit of pace there in the spin and look at, it, as we know with the spinners, Matt Mears, they get on with things and try and rattle through the overs. It will be Nobel on strike again. And this one played beautifully through that point area. Diving stop by the fielder. They will pick up a single. Penrith just easing into their work. Here goes Turek bowling again. And this one sliced away to backward point for no run. So at the end of two overs, no wicket for six on the post scoreboard. So play to resume. Here goes Hutt bowling to Noble. And this on a good length. Beautifully played there. Beats point. That'll be the first boundary of the of the day straight through to the picket fence here on the National Breast Cancer Foundation Charity Day in Manly and it's no wicket for ten. That was a beautiful shot there by Noble. Oh, as I said it took off on those outfields. It used to be that's used to be where the, the practice
3: wickets were here at, at Manly Oval. There's a, the older, uh, the older uh, old Manly player that have uh, that has their uh, stories about them hitting fours through that one when it's really just the practice pitch uh, speeding up the ball for them. But uh, that's the area you want to hit towards. As I said this
2: lightning fast outfield and anything if you can get the through the field, it will go for four. Here goes Hutt again, and this one oh, a beautiful shot, a little bit uh, squarer this time, and they'll pick up another four. Pretty much almost a replica shot there. That's brilliant batting, and that's a couple of boundaries in a row. No wicket for 14. Nice batting by Noble.
3: Yeah, very nice. As said, uh, just a little bit short by by Hut, and giving her the uh, the room to uh, the room to uh, just get her arms free and, and play that cross-batted shot and. Uh, particularly with the field up here in uh, the first six overs, if you can beat that field on this lightning-fast outfield, you're going to get four and uh, two cracking shots here. Now it's up to Hutt just to try and get her uh, line and length just a little bit more up there and
2: and try and get her to play in the V. So here goes Hutt again. And, oh, again, they've gone for it. And they'll pick up one, hitting it through that cover area. So that's nine runs off three balls in this over. And Penrith really just starting to generate a bit of a, a run rate now. Yes, certainly. Um, they've seen the, the pitch conditions, and it doesn't look as bad as I was
3: expecting for for such a worn pitch here at Manly Oval. I think they've they've probably done a lot of rolling into it, making sure that it's going to stay up for this one. But now they've got their eye in, and they're uh,
2: seeing uh, they're seeing the ball very well. And yeah. uh, Penrith here importantly haven't lost a wicket, which is going to be important. Very evenly matched teams as the we warm into this match. Here goes Hut again. And this time, oh, she's gone. Yes, what a nice catch there it was by Michaela Turek, the captain, diving forward in that sort of short cover area. And the captain, Arnold, is gone for one. So it's one for 15. Well, the ball's almost uh, stuck into the pitch a little bit there. It hasn't been... uh
3: didn't come through as we've seen the first few balls in that over maybe just uh, rolled the fingers on it a bit of a slower ball and uh, was through the shot just a little bit too early there but uh Turek the captain Johnny on the spot only about 10 meters or so from the bat but still had to dive forward but uh after a good start by uh, Penrith, that was just what the doctor ordered for Manly there
2: to get themselves back into this game. And the new batter, Cody, on strike now. And, oh, straight on to it, but straight to the fieldsman there. And Turek, who fires it into the keeper. So after three overs here, Penrith are 1 for 15. And there's a bit of feeling in the match there, and the tempo's just picking up now. And So it will be Turek, the captain, to bowl to Noble. Flights this one up nicely, and it's cut away here. This should roll all the way to the boundary, four four. Yes, it does, through that third man area, and um, it's another boundary here. So it's one for nineteen. I said living dangerously
3: here, but uh, why not? As I said if that there, there is a bit of bounce here from Churik from this uh, northern or uh, the old the old manly uh, the old manly uh, <laughs> I don't know what that used to do. the manly rugby club. It's the, uh, the- soldiers' memorial hall at the moment, and. Noble on
2: strike, and this is caught behind, so Turok, great bowling very happy with that dismissal as well, Noble, the dangerous batter is gone, and it's 2 for 19 after 4 overs so Manly have just come back into this nicely and they've kept that Penrith run rate quite low, haven't they Matt Mears?
3: They certainly have, and that's the danger woman gone now Uh, obviously, being able to when, when given the chance to free her arms outside off stump, being able to uh, use the pace of the ball, but, but really founding her uh, line and length here in this over and uh, getting a bit of extra bounce off that short run, maybe a little bit deceptive, maybe maybe not expecting it to to leap up from that length, but uh, able to find the edge. And
2: that's the second wicket down here at Manly Oval. Absolutely. So Willi McClary now have double-checked the jersey number as she runs <laughs> it. <laughs> and this is a good length ball there it was a bit leg sideish though Cody probably could have put that away but pretty new to the crease and it is a dot ball well, i think just feeling feeling her out not expecting a, a
3: ball uh, yorker on the pads uh, mm. first ball up probably just expecting a nice ball outside off but uh, now now getting uh, some a look at the bowler Maybe uh, can have a go at the second one, knowing what's going to be coming.
2: You can see they're just trying to pick up some boundaries now, just opening those arms, aren't aren't they? Certainly are. They said, the field still has stayed in, and that one's just played over the head of Turek.
3: But a little bit too full this time. Free the arms, and that's the the first boundary in a couple of overs, Kiwi, Mick. They said the ball was in the right slot, and they got all, all of that one. Lucky to beat Turek, but uh, four more to the total.
2: Yeah, that's a good shot there, and putting away the, the full toss of the loose balls. and
3: Yeah, that's what they're doing. Two for 32 here at Manly Oval is this next one. Bit shorter, and it's flicked away on the leg side. It's beat the fielder at square leg. Nobody down on the fine leg boundary, and that will be another four to the total. No one behind uh, the square leg umpire for Manly, and... Uh, Another four to the, the total, just uh, obviously not bowling the field there, needing the ball to be outside off stump. As soon as you get it on the pads, flicked away where there's no fielder, and it's going to race on this fast, fast Manly Oval outfield.
2: Yeah, definitely, and um, good play there by Cody, moves through to 12. couple of boundaries on the over. so just starting to get that tempo going here, Penrith.
3: Yeah, we'll see what they've got in store for this next one. That's a much better ball, just a bit shorter, didn't bat, batter didn't know whether to go forward or back only play it only played onto to the offside and uh, another good over there but 10 over, 10 off it for the Penrith side uh, uh, McCleary now is uh, 14 off her two overs and it's two for 36 on the post scoreboard have a bowling change for the ninth over Saskia Hawley in first ball played but just out of the reach of short cover it'll beat the uh, fielder inside the circle for four. But um, Hawley, who said one of Manly's senior players here, looking to come on and do a job. But uh, just up just up there a bit too much, Shane. The, the batter's wanting to really play the ascendancy. Could have been a catch, but uh, it's four more to the total.
4: Yeah, it could have been a catch, but you also have to remember, normally your first ball of your your spell is normally a bit of a loosener, So it gives you opportunity as a batsman or batter to be able to
3: just have a free shot at it. I said final delivery, and this one's played high in the air. Fielder at mid-wicket goes back and it's out. Third wicket down for the Penrith side. It tries to go big. The final delivery of the uh, of the 10th over, but it's taken very well by mid-wicket running backwards. I'll give you that player. It looks like Shivani Metta. It quite possibly could be. Uh, Jersey with a five. Yep, Jersey okay. five. Shivani Metta. I, I didn't want to uh, go off prematurely, but uh, it is Shivani <laughs> Metta taking a big catch they at mid-wicket, so another wicket down. So 10 overs gone here at Manly Oval. Penrith, three for 48 on the post scoreboard.
2: So here goes Judson now. Oh, this is a great shot. This could go all the way. One bounce into the fence here. We're going towards that community. Northern Beaches. Um, Soldiers Memorial Hall. Soldiers Memorial Hall. Old manly, the rugby, old manly
3: Rugby Club, whatever you want to call it. Yep.
2: Take your pack. And anyway, that was a cracking shot there. Beautiful. There was the fish shows at one
3: point. Yeah. Th- that, there's a lot of things been in that building. Let's just say that. Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> insert, as we say for Newcastle Rugby League ground. Insert title here. <laughs> Judson to bowl now. Right arm over the wicket. Medium pace. And, oh, another great shot down the ground. But the yeah. fielder has Ooh. dropped it on the boundary. I think that's it's gone four. over her outstretched Ooh. hand. And it was nearly six. That is the cardinal sin in all of cricket. I tell you what, she probably really should have taken that. What do you reckon? Oh. She might have been a bit in a bit too far from the rope. Well, it was on the, on the boundary, but then ran in, misjudged it. But if you ever,
3: as a captain, if you ever see a fielder... That's supposed to be on the boundary. Drop a ball over their head, and it goes for four. You are a very, very angry person because yeah. you obviously we, the fielder out there is stationed on the boundary. Can't say that the fielding conditions are that bad to try and, but it is hard to judge that white ball getting replaced now as well, having to move to a different spot. That's the ultimate um, as well when you when you drop a catch like that and then you get moved the next delivery.
4: Well, at least you've got a safe set of
3: hands in Shivani
4: Meta going down there to take the place. But, yeah, you cannot be down at long on and long off and be any more than a step off that boundary rope.
2: Looking like the key here for Penrith. And this one has... She's swept it around the corner. One bounce into the picket fence for four. So very impressive stuff here. But that was a full toss on legs on leg stump. Pretty easy one to put away. And that's three fours in the over here for Cody. So... I think Penrith in that 10-over quick little uh, team talk have obviously said, let's press the go button, start speeding things up a bit. She moves through to 33 now. Um, Sharma really hasn't had much strike, but Cody is doing it all herself. One ball left in the over here for Judson, and this one a better length ball, but driven very nicely to the fielder there at a a wide mid-off. So 12-overs gone, 3-64. for And this time, oh, she's bowled. That is building up the pressure beautifully there. Michaela Turek, the captain, has bowled really well today. And Sharma had to really have a go there, but she's bowled. It stayed a little bit low. But that's just pressure, isn't it? And all of a sudden, Turek here is 2 for 12 off 3.4 overs. So very good figures by the captain. Uh, Yeah, captain's knock with the ball
3: for sure is uh, just knowing that... um, any excellent, any um, wickets or pressure that they could build in this over is going to help
2: her team later on. And so it will be Kelly Black coming in to face a left-handed batter. And it's four for sixty-nine here. One ball left in the fourteenth. So Penrith have got to dig themselves out of a hole here and just try and find a bit of a score to defend. And uh, Turek here, like I said, twelve for two. Or well, two for 12 off 3.5, so they don't really have the the pace bowlers, but their they're line and length with their spinners and medium paces here today has been very good. And again, oh, this is a very good shot, but straight to the fielder. The dot ball to finish, great spell by Turek, and after 14... It's four for 69. And this is a bit of a loose ball. Really probably should have put that away, Matt Mears. I think Ooh, this confusion. could be a run out now. The pressure is built. Oh. a direct hit. I would have lost the plot if it was with excitement. Oh, that was, that oh, was a bit poor me, I was ready to go
3: off there. Yeah. Oh, mate, I was looking forward to it. But a little bit poor there from the bowler. Obviously expecting it to be a direct hit, but... I know had the probably the big mistake was had the had her back to the batsman running to the end and um, mm. wasn't able to see that if she'd taken the ball and, and taken the stumps that, that she still would have been out. So uh, maybe just one there to, to learn from.
2: Last ball of the fifteenth, driven down the ground straight to the fielder. So great bowling by Hawley. She'll finish with no wicket for twelve off four, so it's only three and over. Coming in, nice little woo. No, that's a that's just an, a slight bit
4: of a loose note, but Ooh.
3: Well, it's a no ball for above the waist. They've gone through for a single as it's been played on the offside. Uh, it was a shy at the stumps for uh, for the for the batter. It's missed wildly. There's no one backing up because of how wild the throw is, and there's no one behind square on the offside. So they've got through for another one. Jeez, it's uh, all happening here at Manly Oval. And there's a free hit also because of the no ball waist tie. Well, here we go, and it's again a second one. But it's it's just—it's deemed that one go. It's deemed to be underneath, but it's a bit of a waste of a a shot there. Blacks on strike, just only faced a couple of deliveries. That's not the kind of thing. But we know Anthony Caruso
4: speaks very highly of Shivani Mehta.
3: He's not on the line, so you don't have to suck up too much. No, I'm
4: being serious. He's, (laughs) He's seen how she's played in second grade last
3: year. So, yeah one of the many young Manly oh. talents is Black's been able to get a big outside edge past the keeper. It rolls down towards the third man boundary and and that's the first boundary there for Black. She moves along to 7 and it's uh 4 for uh 4 for 70 here at Manly Oval. We'll just get a score confirmation. 4 78. for 78. They they're changing it on me a little bit here, but 4 for 78 here at uh at Manly over comes now around the wicket to the left-hander. This one's played over the top. No one's back there for Black, and this one one bounce into the boundary rope for four. And that's more what the doctor ordered for Penrith. Shane Evans, uh, Mentor, She's gone for a, she's gone for the journey um, journey here in this over. Uh, it's sort of uh, getting the uh, ascendancy towards uh, the Penrith side here with only a couple overs to go.
4: Definitely has. I think that first the no ball start absolutely rattled Schibani and
3: That's another full toss mm. there and uh, Black plays that out to the uh, sweeper out at Cow Corner. They just they pick up another single. She now comes into Cody and Cody looks to go forward but has to go back. Hesitation, wrong end. There was a... Well, it's not the wrong end, Shane Evans, as there's a run out. The ball's played by Cody into the offside. Black wanted the single, got probably three quarters of the way down. They could have almost shaken hands. They were they were that close to each other. Cody says no, goes back and leaves Black out of her ground. And even I think they even did go to the wrong end, Shane Evans. But with how far the Black was out of her ground, they still had time to get it to the bowler's end. The bowler was able to take off the take off the uh, bales. Five for eighty-six now here in the seventeenth over, Shane Evans. This is a little bit of mix-ups there. Definitely was. Take? You could see. You can see at the back of point that
4: the fielder's gone to gone to throw towards the keeper and the keeper's throwing her left arm out saying, get it to the other end. <laughs> so, but yeah, but but had plenty of time. Black wasn't even halfway down the pitch coming back. And you could have stopped off, made yourself a cup of tea and a nice biscuit and still would have made it with plenty of time. But yeah, but for the manly side... It, to get that wicket of black, it's probably a good thing for them. Brings another batsman in, but this Penrith side, Cody needs to be there at the end.
3: Said so some of the men's 2020s here, it's probably best not to play tennis as the ball does end up there regularly. As Cody comes down the ground, it's big, it's high, and it's six <clears throat> straight down the ground. Just gets over the the white cones that are at the boundary, but that was a big hit that was needed here for Penrith. That's six more to her total, and she's now the linchpin for this innings to see if they can make it to 120. Shane Evans.
4: She definitely is. I think she's obviously. Young Williams has come in to bat with her. She's just gone. You know what? If I'm going to get, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging. I'm going to get as many runs as I can, and if I get out, I get out. But she may get out, but she may hit 30 runs in the process.
3: Well, I so said this one though is uh, right in a good length, but um, pushed out onto the offside. Not as heavily patrolled as it was one, as it was earlier, um, but they're still able to uh, pick up the single. That's the end of 17 overs here. Eight runs off that over, the first one by uh, Campern, and it's uh, five for 92 here on the post scoreboard.
4: Definitely was, but yeah, Cody just absolutely free the arms, was able to Get that front leg out of the way and just swing freely. To be honest, most of the men's players here at this time of a T20 struggle to be able to hit that ball that well straight down the field towards Sydney Road. So We can see she's on 45 at the moment. She's definitely eyeing off the, the 50. Not a bad way to start your your women's premier cricket career with a... With a fifty, probably with a bit of red ink as well, but
3: well, we got another bowling change here from the northern end. Anthony Caruso's batting coach, Christy Crawford, comes into the attack as uh, this one's well played outside the off stump, with uh, mid on and mid off back. They're able to chat through for a single. We'll get Anthony Caruso back on at the uh, the end of the over. I'm sure he can talk through that partnership.
4: I was going to say wouldn't wouldn't take much. Wouldn't Christy wouldn't have to do much work with Caruso's batting because. It's pretty much negligible.
3: <laughs> Shots fired. I said Crawford comes in again for her fourth delivery. In bold Probably not learning these bowling from Anthony Caruso because this one's actually hit the stumps and it's another wicket down. It's the big wicket of Cody. Gone for forty six and it's now six for ninety five here, two balls left in the eighteenth. I'm not
4: much of a bowler. I know you I know you bowl quite well in on the park music but just watching the arm motion from Christy Crawford there coming through and it looks like she's just rolled the fingers over the front of the ball just to get it to give that bit of dip as well and it's hit probably about two thirds of the way up of these McDonald's sponsored stumps here probably pretty close to the McDonald's the big M on it as well but yeah well bowled by Christy Crawford and I don't think Rebecca Cody actually picked that out of the hand which is Unfortunate for the Penrith supporters that are here or listening to us on radio, but we know the Manly girls and the coaching staff will be
3: absolutely astounded and surprised of that. So, after 18 overs here, six for 96 on the post scoreboard, Anthony Caruso.
1: So, first off, for Christy Crawford, that's her first first grade wicket there. So, a big congratulations. You how much to credit are you going to claim on that one? I'm claiming 100% of it, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, settle
3: down, you two. Well, this one, again, is big loopy in the block hole. They do play tip Ooh. and run with that one. The fielder at mid-wicket inside the circle. It was to her left just a little bit. They, they had to tip and run, as Shane Seven said in the over before, but uh, they were able to make it through. It was tight, though, but still only singles here as it's now six for 103. Only a couple of deliveries left in this innings. This one goes high. They'll be looking for it there. And no, just drops in front of uh, Christy Crawford as she tries desperately to make her way through in a follow-through. But uh, the luck riding with the Penrith side there. Another single down. That's just unfortunate for Christy. But obviously you've got the keeper who's moving in the right
4: direction towards you where Christy's had to change her direction to be able to go for it. Keeper should
3: have been hustling for that massively, but Christy almost got Well, again, again, this one's been played off uh, the uh, outside edge down towards uh, fine leg. They're trying to go for two. Great running there from Penrith, able to just get back there. Just fine enough, Shane Evans, to get it past uh, the fielder at fine leg that they had a big chase. They had to go for two, but uh, because of the good placement, they were able to make it back, but only just.
4: They definitely do. But yeah, this manly fielding is
3: is a lot is a, got some issues, but most of it is very well. So. Well, this one's played a la- played with a cross bat throughout the leg side again. Shivani Mata is in the game, fielding at uh, deep mid wicket. Throws it in play. for one. Oh yeah, it said uh, it was uh, fielded backed up by uh, the, the captain Churik at uh, cover. Tries to go the run out at the opposite end as they're looking for two. Sneaky, sneaky. Six for 107. One delivery left here in the Penrith innings. What have they got here with... um, This one's high, high in the air. And, oh, again, just a little bit misjudged. They'll look for two. It's through to the keeper, and it's out. Great throw there by the fielder at uh, mid-off, being able to get it to the uh, keeper. They had to run two. Final delivery, but uh, unfortunately bit happening there with that last delivery. Could have been a catch, but it was a run out. There is one off that delivery. So uh, Crawford will finish with one for 11 off her two overs. Um, Williams will finish on seven. I believe Lane will be out for five. And that takes us to the end of um, 20 overs here at Manly Oval. Seven for 108 off their
1: 20 overs. In all, a very solid bowling performance from Manly as they restricted Penrith to 7 for 108 off their 20 overs. Indeed, it would have been a lot worse for the Panthers had it not been for Rebecca Cody, who scored 46 on debut and weathered the early storm brought on by Annabelle Hutt and Captain Michalachurik. For Manly, Michalachurik was outstanding, well supported by Annabelle Hutt and Saskia Hawley, who was unlucky not to get a wicket. With that, we will take a break and come back with the Manly Innings right here on Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H, 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, Ornsby RSL, ISC Sport and The Post. We'll be right back.
0: It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants atlas chartered accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies from finding that last tax deduction to tax effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters your family and business visit their website at ihatetax.com.au atlas chartered accountants they are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of triple h 100.1 fm
5: Pons B.R.S.L. Club, your perfect place to catch up with friends and family. With dining options ranging from modern Australian favourites in the courtyard, authentic Asian cuisine from Keku or delicious wood-fired pizzas from Level 1, there is something for everyone to enjoy. Join us weekly for entertainment activities such as trivia, meat raffles, bingo and free live music or grab some tickets to see one of our first-class entertainment acts in the showroom. Thinking of holding an event? Let our friendly events team guide you through every step to create the perfect event for any occasion. Visit our website at hornsbrsl.com for further details once be our cell club proud sponsors of triple h
3: Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms, with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customizable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes, and cricket, basketball, netball, and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Dom Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website iscsport.com for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners
5: of Triple H 100.1 FM.
3: Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au.
5: Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other with Australia's first-ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H.
0: Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast
1: on Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, ISE Sport and The Post. Anthony Laval Caruso with you as we now bring you the highlights of the Manly Ringer innings against Penrith in the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket match from Manly Oval. The target for victory is 109. Manly Ringer opened the batting with Nat Jonkers and Saskia Hawley, while Emma Hughes opened the bowling for Penrith. Your commentators once again were Matt Mears, Mick Ryanish, and Shane Evans. Hughes and one more a, <laughs> a long run, <laughs> and this one just glided away backward of
2: point for a single. So nice start by Jonkers and. Manly just getting things rolling early on. In fact, that was uh, Hawley who faced up to the first one. But a long run-up here by Emma Hughes.
3: Well, Emma Hughes has been part of the uh, the Sixers' uh, WBBL throughout uh, this season as well. They didn't, didn't get uh, too, mon- too many bowls in that competition, but it would still be interesting to see how she goes here. Obviously, uh,
2: highly ranked by the uh, the Penrith sign, taking the first over here. Here she goes, right arm over. A very long run-up and some nice pace again here oh there's a shout for lbw and That's it could be a out. run out there is oh oh my goodness me penrith are up here like they won the grand final last year in the nrl <laughs> look at this here we go and penrith off to an absolute flying start the better there, jonkers the appeal for lbw she's run out of her crease looking for a cheeky single and the keeper has fired in throwing the stumps down that's one for one after zero point two. Well, I said there was a bit of a celebration going up Sydney Road as well
3: with uh, the, the that exhaust. I wonder if that came through the effects, Mike. But <laughs> it's uh, not what the start that Manly would have required. Sometimes when there's appeals, you just don't think about getting back into your crease. But mm. it was Johnny on the spot for the wicketkeeper to say a great brain, thinking
4: to say a brain fade would be a polite way to put it. Because normally, what's the first thing most batters do if you get a appeal for an LB? You're not looking to try and set off for a run. You're more thinking, I'm hoping, hoping he or she, whoever the umpire is, is not going to give me out. But yeah, unfortunately, Yonkers is taking a couple of steps down. Keeper's his to rip the glove off, ping it down, knock it, knock down and hurt, knock down what would have been her leg stump with her. With Yonkers about three or four steps down the pitch, and yeah, not the start the manly, the manly women were looking for.
2: It's a very soft dismissal there. The LBW appeal and they're getting run out. Pretty rare that you see that. But the captain here, Michaela Turek, will be on strike. Of course, she bowled very well in that first innings of play. But one for one here after a couple of balls. So Penrith here will know they need a good start. And then Manley will start getting nervous. She runs in the queue, Steaming in from the wharf bar end of the ground. And there's another half a shout here, no, off the pad there by... Turek, so Hughes bowling some good pace and good line and length there, just threatening those stumps with those LBW shouts early. Well said, Kiwi Mick
3: does want to formally invite any of his stalkers that don't want to stalk him on the 144 to uh, meet him at the Wharf bar after the uh, match is uh, finished today but uh, focus on the job in hand.
2: And here's Hughes again to Turek and this one just played down straight back to the bowler. Nice tight stuff here. It's a no ball. Here we go. So it's a free hit here. This could end up in the Wharf bar. I Don't know about that though, the way Hughes is bowling, but uh
4: To be honest, the way I've seen Michaela <laughs> Turi hitting the ball. I would not want to be on the second on the last set of courts down here near the the entry gates on Sydney Road because those couple of gentlemen may be in
2: trouble because she can hit a long bomb. So here we go. Hughes now to Turret. Free hit goes for the old um what do you call that shot, Matt the ramp. I don't know, the ramp, the ramp probably know that but um at the end the umpire isn't actually called a wide here so it might have pretty much gone over the stumps mm. yeah so it got, again... got,
3: yeah Turek got towards that uh offside and i think it would have gone just over the stumps Un- unfortunately for her that she didn't get any uh any bat on
2: that because yeah nobody uh nobody down at fine leg for penry last ball of the over here one for two what a start a bit of tension here around the ground they know it's going to be a close one and she's bowled her what a great ball by hughes Penrith are absolutely on fire. Manly a two for two. And the captain is gone. And Hughes just runs down the wicket like she almost expected it. Gee, she's bowled well on that first over. As they say, um, you know, in the men's grade, when you get up to those 140s with the pace, that extra pace. And I think Hughes in the women's game today has got that extra pace, Matt as you can see it, threatening with the LBW and then eventually getting a bowl.
3: Well, yeah, I said, great new ball bowling. Uh, We mentioned in uh, Penrith's innings that that Manly probably started off a bit too short, a bit too wide, didn't attack those stumps. Penrith is showing what happens when you do attack those stumps. And Shane Evans, uh, Manly, in this chase of 109, would not have been expecting to be two for two in the first over. Definitely not there. But I was just keeping an
4: eye there on Saskia Hawley speaking to Elizabeth Houston, just after that wicket happened, and you could see Saskia's mentioning mentioning, like using her fingers to say, like running right down the middle of the pitch, which for for bowlers at any level is a big no-no. And you could see, you could see umpire Houston did agree and did say, yes, we've seen that happen. We will have a chat to them. But yeah, from a batting point of view, this manly side would would be sitting there, almost be their worst nightmare, being.
2: Shandell looks like a, a left arm over bowler here. Yes, it is. And there's a shout for LBW again. She's gone. Oh, my goodness me. Penrith are absolutely smoking them here. And Hawley's gone. I need a water, Matt so I'm getting excited. It's two for three.
1: Well, oh, This is the Kiwi wow. Mick we love what a to see.
3: Well, mate, I promised Rolling you a good game. Webs. I promised you a good game today. And, boy... I don't know who it's good for, but it's good for us commentators. But Shane Evans, uh, certainly not the start we were expecting for the Manly side, but left arm over very hard, as as I said. You can tell us, for those who don't know, Shane Evans is an umpire. Um, I had to throw that one in there. Um, (laughs) To get a left arm over wicket like that, it has to pitch in line and then swing back to also be hitting in line. It's a hard ball it's a hard ball to bowl for a left armor, but to get it first up mm. and to someone like Saskia Hawley um, mate that's just it's just brilliant bowling here from Penrith. Well I can put it this way I won't
4: I can't repeat the words Saskia Hawley <laughs> was saying on the way out but she but she was talking to young Turner who's coming in and she's saying I'm hit on the outside of my front pad but Saskia Hawley also Takes leg leg stump as her for her stance, so she's automatically a outside of leg stump. So I mean, she's had to walk to, had to walk across a good couple of steps, but her legs league sta- legs didn't move. So I don't know how the ump the gentleman was able to give that leg side LBW because I guarantee you that ball would not have been pitching in and moving because it very rarely does here on Manly Oval, but. He's made his call and he has to live with it, but, yeah, mainly in a big hole and they need to get that shovel to fill it up very quickly and Young Turner's coming in to face her first ball.
2: Sarah Turner on strike. What a turn up here and she's beaten here on a Yorker length and... Looks like they've got a, a slip in there and maybe a third or fourth slip as well, Matt. There's a bit of a test match field here. At, well, they and, were
3: uh, not at Manly Oval. They, they weren't expecting uh, to be three for two. Mm. I said, we, we saw the Aussies three for 12 in the test match. I said, we've, we've seen that beaten here,
2: but um, Penrith on the all-out attack. Shandell again bowls this one very short and just blocked straight back to the bowler. So Turner just maybe just trying to calm things down and get herself in here and again this one oh she's tried to sweep it again and it's a no nope. ball Ooh. so free hit again dun, dun, nah,
3: dun, nah. i don't know we need it we need like a a no a, a free hit sort of uh sound yeah we'll, we'll put andrew russell onto that one for next uh the next game, we'll have sort of a, a, a sound in the background for a, to signal a free hit. we'll considering
4: the next game we do is actually the qualifying final of the, oh, the Kiwi mix, the Kingsgrove
3: T20s, Kiwi-Mix, out of Allen Border Kiwi mix, swathing. We're getting the Kiwi mix
4: uh, oh. pub
3: crawl afterwards.
2: I'm fresh as a f- daisy after four weeks off. and ready, <laughs> injury permitting. And here we go, as Meta has slogged us away. On the onside, they'll pick up a single. That was the free hit, of course. So opening up the arms, but only the single. I
3: said, I'm still waiting for the Kiwi Mick pub crawl afterwards. I said, you know, he's oh. I know he's fired up. He's going to be dreaming of Matty Calder for uh, the whole week, waiting to call some sixes at Allen Border Oval. But uh, it, it's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. the the schedule that we've got coming up in the next four weeks on Triple H Sport. Then the the. The, the, the calendar I'm seeing we're putting together for winter. Oh, yeah. There's some great games going to be coming up here.
2: Oh, and she's bowled her again. Hughes with an absolute screamer. And Turner is gone. That is some great bowling here. And I tell you what, this Penrith bowling attack, especially led by Emma Hughes, is just irresistible here. And all of a sudden it's four wickets down for seven. Well said again, Manley. Short and wide in their first overs.
3: Emma Hughes has gone. Uh-uh. I'm going to be bowling yeah. at the top of off stump, and that's the that's the at least the second one today that has taken that top of off stump. And uh, brilliant opening spell bowling here. Obviously, the new ball that that Ray seen doing a little bit for her is uh, she's getting it in the right areas. But four for seven here. Okay, we meet. We just had a, a special uh, listener. Tuning in, one Miss Georgia Louis Fritterin is listening while she is preparing to bat. She wants a bit of excitement for Kiwi Mick
2: all to right. uh, get her in the mood for her innings. There we, we go, here goes Hughes, absolutely steaming in. Bowling to Meta, oh, this is sliced away to point. They'll pick up no run. It's all happening here at Manly Oval. <laughs> she missed it. 25 all degrees <laughs> here, 524, 6 o'clock. He's coming up shortly. Unfortunate, unfortunately, Georgia, you've missed all the excitement. She, she did have one other bolted.
4: she did have
3: one other question for you, Shane. Are you an umpire?
2: <laughs> Georgia, would you like to be removed from the station? I'm more than happy to get that
1: organised. I thought Shane was an imperfect. I
2: tell you what, we've had some special guests from all over the show today. I thought it was just gonna be me and me, it's been one hell of a day. It certainly has. <laughs> yes. Here goes use he he Bowling to meet her again, and I tell you what. I don't know what you'd call that shot, but it looked like Glen Maxwell last night—a ramp and a double drop. But no, she's called, <laughs> and that's a buy in the umpire end Houston's after all buys. that chaos. I was They'll actually quite surprised
4: because, looking, because mean, you look at it. Meta's gone for the, gone for the ramp. It's almost landed in the keeper's gloves. The keepers then almost deflected it into your first slip. Then first slipper's dropped it, and then they eventually take a run out of it. So, kind of surprised that umpire Houston is actually. Given it
2: as a buy and not seen as a drop chance. Here goes Hughes to Cambern. Oh, and she leaves this one. There's either a good leave or a bad leave, as they say. <laughs> that was a good there's one. O- yeah, there's only two sorts of leaves yeah, what, a good it. one and Sorry, an out one. I was one.
3: trying to find yeah. those words. Well, I said anything that doesn't. Um,
2: oh. There's a few of the beach goers just walk through the ground here. I told you, mate.
3: Setting. I told you, mate.
2: I told you that, oh. that it'd be. Uh, I told you, mate, the beach field down I might down come there. here just to watch their training during the week with the, <laughs> the festive atmosphere. Pop down to the Corso a couple of hours before the training, you know, come and take the training, fire it up in the nets. Here we go. Here's Hughes again, and Ooh. this one, the batter just didn't know what to do there, and eventually she just hit her gloves and just missed the stump. So Hughes has got it on a string here, 2.4 overs, Two for seven. Also, there's there's a
3: bit now. Now the uh, the old Triple H uh, WhatsApp chats uh, firing a bit up. You'll be happy to know Shane Evans that uh, the Caruso is on your team uh, asking if George is a first grader. Well, quite clearly oh, she what? is because she's playing first grade today. Well, remember she played third grade
4: yesterday too. If I'm if I'm well, not... we
3: know why we know why she played third grade yesterday. But that's 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 fine. As uh, Hughes yeah. comes in again, Hughes again to Canberra.
2: Oh, this is a great spell. This is like Dennis Lilly back in 1978 or Hadley back in 85, Matt Mears. I got a better <laughs> tell one you for what, you. They're pulling out the strings here at Manly Oval. I I got a better bowling analogy than that. Scotty Boland gets six at the G. <laughs> Do I need to
3: say any more, <laughs> mate? Kiwi, you, you, you the challenge has been laid down for you here. I think oh. I know that I know that you're due to come out, but I think. You're the you're the man. You need to continue while you need to continue calling while Emma Hughes is at the uh, at the bowling crease.
2: Oh well I probably need to go to the low after this one. I'm pretty excited.
3: <laughs> TMI. Look, one more over, mate. One more over. Can you give one more over for Georgia? Is she she needs to get your excitement to translate into her her big innings out at uh, Birch Birchgrove Oval. And she has said she will be at Hornsby RSL after the game for a halloumi
2: burger. Well, I certainly won't be. <laughs> but it's a good plug cha-ching. for the sponsors. I'm going to be good on plug the course for the sponsors. somewhere.
3: Yes, ching as we hear in the background.
2: Oh, yes, of course. So it's nice oh, to see one of the Triple Eight team. So later tonight. Yeah, we'll be we'll yet. be there later. Yes, yeah.
3: we, we we have to. Uh, this is our uh, is obviously here for our call. One step but Then at we'll time. then we'll go and uh, support our, one our step lovely at sponsors. at time, you know. This one again is hit on the pad. Stifled appeal, but big one from the uh, the, the, the keeper and the uh, first slip. But uh, Shane Evans, if you didn't know he is an umpire, he did think that it was a little bit high. Um, but again, big shout. You, you're going to shout for everything at this point. Just think of the, the, the net run rate boost if you can bowl them out. Oh, of course. You have to remember these two are basically...
4: Joined at the table at the moment in sixth and seventh. As this one slashed outside oh, nice. off stump by
3: Hunt, she's been able to find the gap at point. It's rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, I don't know. We'll let the umpires make the call, but uh, they do pick up three at least with running. They are having the, the, the umpires are looking at each other. They're going to let it stand. So three runs to the total. Great shot by Annabelle Hutt to uh, get that scoreboard ticking. Seven overs gone here on the, the post scoreboard. Five for 20, the manly side. Black's first over. Just try and speed up the, the, the over rate here a little bit as Hutt's still on strike. And this Ooh. one's the French cut between the legs. No one at Fine Leg again. There's a, a direct hit and it's out. What a throw from Fine Leg. No one was there. But the fielder at Square Legs dushed around. Hutt thought she had all the time in the world to get down the other end. She didn't, chain The direct hit from Fine Leg, and that's the sixth wicket down here at Manly Oval. 37 runs on the board. Definitely. I do not know what Annabel Hutt was thinking there. Just being able to cruise through for the,
4: for the single. What's the first thing everyone gets told when, you, when you, if you're playing cricket? If you hit the ball, you run hard. Always run the first one hard. Look for a second. But she dawdled down there, and perfect pickup just behind square leg by the by the Penrith ladies, and yeah, hit right on the golden arches logo on those on those stumps, and yeah, found an able hut short, probably maybe a foot foot and a half short, and she's now walking back, gloves off, back into the pavilion, and
2: and again, this one's a bit short. She's really whack that she does, and that should surely be four. Fielder racing around, it will be four. Good stuff there by Medar. The crowd here has hung in the whole day. Great day here at Manly Oval, and that's a boundary. So after 12 overs, makes it through now to 6 for 49. A few fielders out on the rope now. And this is another sweep. Oh, so, ooh, that wide. could have been dangerous. It's a wide... Could have been ugly there if she'd hit it, though, because the keeper just went straight into her. Unlucky she's got that helmet on. Here she goes, steaming in again. The key bowl today. What a great shot, though. She sliced it through the gap. It should roll away to the fence here. Yes, it does. Oh, here go the Manly Faithful up again. This could be a great finish here. And that's four runs for Ship. Moves through to six for 70.
3: Well, yeah, Mentor needs Mm. someone to go with her. And if if Ship can start finding the boundary as well, then... It's not all done and dusted here for Penrith. They said it was four for seven, five for twelve. If Manly can pull this off from here, which if if, if they were one for seventy, chasing 108 at this stage, you would think that they were morals, that, that 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 the victory was was Manly's for the taking. It's the six wicket down is the yeah. is the problem. But as I said, we've seen that the two batters here are more than capable,
2: so I think we're on it. Don't touch that dial for the next five and a half overs. Here goes Hughes again. Look at her go, and this one is a bit of a French cut. They'll pick up a single here. Chance at the bowlers' end. It's missed. Lucky they had a fielder backing up there. They'll pick up a single. It's all happening here at Manly Oval, as Bill Laurie would say. And, you can, you can uh, hear the
4: you can hear the girls downstairs probably through our effects, Mike. When they saw that ball coming through for the possible run out at the bowler's end, and you could hear the little shrieks and the mm. and the tension down the in the players' area. <laughs> and here goes Hughes to ship. Oh, oh that's your French cart. This away
2: for four. It's a lucky one though. It's an inside edge. It's a French cart, but great fielding there, retrieving it in on the boundary. You would have thought they really could have come back for a third, but it did travel at some pace for good. Fielding there to pull it in inside the boundary. Another two, though. It was eight
3: runs off five deliveries from this. This is what we weren't expecting from the Hughes over. We thought that perhaps they'd be defensive and, uh, and have to do the work off the other bowlers. But this is ahead of the run rate so far. One delivery still to come. It'll be interesting to see what Manly... If Manly can pick up another couple of runs... Um, the game's certainly theirs for the taking. Uh, they're all out, but they're out at square leg. As this one again, outside or stump. stump. They go up for the stumping and gone. Not what Manly needed at this stage. With Shep, uh, with Shep trying to get it again out on that outside edge. Over a little bit. Great work there from the keeper, though, to have the bails off in the flash. And Manly lose their seven wicket for 75. But Shivani meant to... She's the Manly Hope. She's still there. Shane Evans. Firstly, take us through the wicket. Then Manly. Can they support Shivani to get, get them home here and get this total? Well, first of all, excellent delivery there from Arnold was able to
4: just pitch it probably about a stump and a half, two stumps outside of an off stump. Unfortunately, Zara Ship was enticed to come down the pitch to try and get that glide past the keeper, which is enticing. You're looking at a good Five to five to six metre gap between the keeper and what basically was was in a gully position. Unfortunately, just pushed it like one too many times. Was dragged forward just enough for the keeper to be able to whip the bales off. But we can see that Judson is coming in to join Shivani Mehta in the middle. But whilst Mehta is there, there is hope for the for the manly ladies and for the manly faithful who are still here at almost a quarter past six on a beautiful Sunday night. Just need to get it over the ring, field. because you remember, look straight, there's no one past
3: mid on mid off. Well, this one slashed over mid four and it's gone for four. The crowd is going, showing their appreciation. That is four runs much needed there. 21 off 12 required. Well, at 16. 5 for 12 to think that they, yeah. th- they'd get to the position to need 16 off the final over, as I said. I think Kiwi Mick was thinking he'd be at the Wharf Bar by now. I think I was probably was thinking that I'd be there with him. So...
2: I almost would have already been on the bus home at this <laughs> rate. At well, that rate.
3: Well, that, that's how long you want to spend with this, all right? That 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 that, that, oh, that says that it all. Oh, that
2: change. If, if you're
3: looking, if you're looking at the, the, you. the <laughs> if, if you're looking, the, me, the message yeah. comes from Sky. But yeah, <laughs> if you're
4: looking at the field at the moment, okay, so you've got deep backwards square on the fence.
3: You've got Cal, Everyone else is in front. First ball to Shivani Manta from Arnold. What can she do? It's no, a full toss. Might be a no ball, but it's gone over the header cover. They run one. The ball will stop inside the boundary. They'll come back for two. They're oh. coming for three. You Great running. They had to come back for three. They got there. We'll look for the call for the no ball. Twelve
4: of four. They have. They have not called one. And to be honest, I, I do not. No ball, eh? I cannot see how that is not. Yeah. A no ball. It is waist high in normal normal stance. And Judson has sitting there playing off the base of her numbers, which is a good three or four inches above her waist standing up
3: naturally. Arnold to This one's played down to fine leg. No one there. The fielder's coming around from square leg. Will it make it? It's not enough from the fielder. Four runs. The Manly are not out of this one yet. Seven for 101. Eight required off three deliveries.
4: You now need... That exact type of shot again. As I said, like you're looking from the square, the backwards square, all the way across to what is now the. You're now looking at a very, very square, fine leg at the moment. There is no one covering 150 metres. We now see one of the fielders coming into a kind of a backwards square, almost a short 45 at the moment. But if that's the case, you want to be having your best fielder there.
3: Well, they need, they need something there, Shane. And in all that, we missed that that was Shivani Mendes' 50. 51 off 55, but her job's not done yet. This one's played oh. off the outside edge. Finally, she's got it. It's rolling. It's rolling. It's rolling. Oh, it's four. Oh, it's four. Four off two required now for Manly.
2: Oh, what a finish. What's That's the a phrase, Kiwi?
4: Don't touch yourself. Don't touch it off. <laughs> we are looking at a possible
3: super over here. Well, we're, not, we're looking at a Manly win here. Arnold has been yeah. absolutely on fire from this Northern End. But Manly, they've left it late. But two fours to Shivani Mender off the last two deliveries means that we have only need four runs for Manly to win this game. There's still two balls required. Now, the pressure now goes all back onto the bowling team, Kiwi yeah. Mick. They've got to make field changes. They've got the pressure on them. Shivani Mender, she just needs to get bad on ball here and try and get back on strike.
2: What a great innings by her, though. She's just... Oh, we'll go back to the action. This is great. Oh,
3: this is great. We might have to send you down to see if you can get an interview, Kiwi Mick. We've missed your uh, interviews. We might see if we can get one with her, if they can get the job done. This one's big. It's over the top. It's over. It's over. over. It runs towards the boundary. Will they come back for three? No, they don't. (laughs) One oh. neat, minimum
4: of one needed off this ball, ladies and gentlemen. Two for a manly win. One if you're Shivani Meadow and you Judson. You're thinking one, you need one, one. as a dead set minimum. Yeah. It gets you a super over, <coughs> which is what I guarantee you. The university's game's finished. Unfortunately, universities didn't win it, but Georgia and Zoe and all of them will be listening to this. They're thinking they're now confirming with the umpire there is one ball to go. One run is your absolute minimum. Well, Kiwi, Mink, you're it's calling the super you, over well, for the next for the next two minutes. Kiwi, you don't say a word. <laughs> you get those consoles ready because if we I'm if put it on my uh, if I get the opportunity, if, if there is a single here, you are calling a super over because, to be honest, listeners, if I've you just it. if you've only <laughs>
2: turned up in the last half hour
4: at the at the end of six overs. Manly were five for 12. Yeah. Yes, you're not hearing inc- incorrectly. They were five for 12. Well. Saskia Hawley was it was out. You also had gone through the top of the old order. They were all skittled by an absolute masterclass from Emma Hughes in that opening spell. But wow, at well. the moment,
3: if you weren't here, you would not believe this. Well, you would not. And they said, we get ready for this final delivery. Penrith are taking their time. They're bringing the field up. I think everybody now is inside the circle. The win is here. The win is here for Shivani Menea. If she can get it over the infield, they can come back for two. If not, they can at least try and they'll get a supernova. They were four for seven, five for 12. They only need one hit. It's up in the air. And it's out. She's been caught by mid-off on the final delivery. They only needed a single to get a super over. But Shivani Mender, oh. she's done all the work. She's done everything to get Manly into a position to win this game and holds out to mid off the final delivery. Penrith win by one run. I don't know. I think we're all a bit stunned here. The grandstand Good has cat. stunned I tell in you what, he
2: only just got it above the ground there. It was close. It was certainly close. It was inches. Yeah. Inches
3: from dropping short and being a super over. But Penrith, they had Manley four for seven. They had him five they had Manley five for twelve. But Shivani Mena, she she played the innings of her life to get Manley within two runs of victory off the final delivery. She finishes fifty-seven off fifty-eight deliveries. Boy, they say T twenty cricket. Is ebbs and flows. We've had everything here at Manly Oval, and it f- ends up finishing being a win to Penrith by one solitary
1: run. Wow. Just wow. What a finish. Manly were 4 for 7 and then 5 for 12 and looked all but gone. But a brilliant fight back led by Shivani Mitter, who was out of the last ball for 57 and well backed up in the run chase by Zara Ship and Laura Judson, took it to within one run of forcing a super over. But the damage was done at the start of the innings thanks to Emma Hughes ripping through the top order. With that, Penrith moved into the top four while Manly slipped to 7th on the ladder. But with eight rounds left, there is still plenty of time for this to change, and we look forward to covering this right into March. Congratulations to Penrith on the win, and to Manly for the amazing day in putting up an incredible fight, one that won't be forgotten anytime soon. Make sure you tune in next week on Splinters, where we will have our wrap of the Men's Ashes series, and also look into the Women's Ashes, which will be in full swing. Not only that, but we will be back with another Cricket Call on Sunday. This time it will be the Kingsgrove Sports T20 Cup semi-final between the Mossman Wales and the UNSW Bumblebees from Allen Border Oval. Until next time, this has been Splinters, The Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports, and The
0: Post. I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.